Which dials do you have turned up right now and which dials have you turned down? Or another way of thinking about it that maybe is a little bit more modern is which apps do you have open in your life right now and which apps have you closed or are you not using that much? I'll talk to you. I'll explain what I mean here in a moment. Had an experience the other day. Um, talking to a business owner that uh, reminded me of this concept. And we got into a discussion about it, about how we can't give a hundred percent to everything in our lives all the time. So we're making a decision about what gets a hundred percent and what doesn't. And a lot of times we do that subconsciously and I want to bring your attention to it and have you make a conscious decision about it as we start off this new year at the time I'm recording this. Okay, let's get into it. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. Welcome into the show. I'm Russ Hill, and this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. I make my living coaching executives, impacting their results. It's all about facilitating the conversations that need to happen on leadership teams and helping them get aligned. That's what we do at our firm. You can find out more about us at LoneRockConsulting.com. Well, um, I hope you had a great holiday. If you're listening to this at the time that we're pushing this out, um, I, uh, I hope you had a great holiday. I hope you're, um, I hope you're healthy, man. It's amazing how many people right now have um, are, are affected by this, uh, this virus, this, re- this new Omicron surge or new kind of new, it seems like all the experts that I'm, I'm listening to say that like, we're all going to get it, which I'm dreading and, and hopefully we won't, but at least it sounds like it's not, not as serious for most people. Um, let's hope, uh, as some of the other variants, but anyway, this is not the, uh, <laughs> this is not the COVID-19 uh, podcast. That's another show that you'll want to download. I hope you're healthy is the bottom line. Hope you're doing, doing well as the new year 2022 kicks off. Okay. So I had a conversation the other day that made me think about this concept and I want to, I want to bring it to your attention in case you haven't listened to, I brought this up before, but you know, I'm three years into doing this podcast and the chances of you having listened to all 192 episodes, just think about that for a second, 192 episodes. That's crazy. Um, and someday I'm going to say it's 400 and that's going to be crazy. But, um, anyway, the chances of you listening to all of them are pretty slim. So I want to, even if you heard it, I want to, I want to bring your attention to it, um, and, and hit it from a different angle. So I was, uh, I was, uh, chatting with a, uh, a, a friend, a neighbor of ours. He was actually giving me a ride back from church the other day. And, um, this is a great guy and, uh, and, and he owns, um, a business, here in uh, in the Phoenix area, and he's he's very successful. That's that's my description of him, and just a just a solid human being. And um, and so we, I I never heard this story. He's an entrepreneur. He's a business owner, and uh, and has done well. And he's he's in the space of um, he's got multiple locations of the business that he runs. I want to respect his privacy, by the way, but he's got multiple locations here in the Phoenix area. And, um, and I, I'd never heard the story about him creating his business. How did he start it? And, uh, and, and, and so I wanted to hear that. And I was interested also why he doesn't seem to be scaling it. Why, why is he at the number of locations he has right now, but he's not growing it beyond that. 
And so we ended up sitting in, in my driveway in his truck for like an hour the other day as he, 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 uh, he dropped me off. And uh, it was just a fascinating story, especially because the last year, right, I'm, I'm almost a year into this entrepreneurial venture of launching Lone Rock Consulting and now um, this new sub company of that called Lead in 30, which I'll say more about that in a second because we just started it and it's so stinking cool. Maybe some of you are involved in it and um, and uh, wow, it's it's just amazing. But more on that in a second. So anyway, so as an entrepreneur now, a business owner I, uh, I'm, I'm even more interested in, in, in success stories and, and failures. So I asked him about it. He gave me the whole story and I won't share all of it with you here, but just, you know, lots of hard work. And so as he described it, the part that's appropriate or relevant in this episode is he was talking about, he just gave like a ton of energy and effort. He's probably in his fifties now and in his thirties, um, and probably early forties, he just gave a ton of energy, probably too much attention. He would say that, I think, um, to, to the business, but it, he grew it and he was trying to fit, you know, he wasn't like a self-described entrepreneur. He was just trying to make a living and trying to figure it out. And he had some skills. And so he's he trying to grow it and, uh, and, and make money and then become more successful. And, and anyway, long story short, he gave me this story about how he had built this business up. And so then I went to it. I said, hey, why aren't you scaling now? Because you've got the model like you're successful, but you stopped at this number of locations. And doesn't it seem like you could have more like double, triple, quadruple the number of locations easily because you've already got the model figured out? And he said, oh, yeah, he had a lot of confidence around. It. He said, yeah, absolutely. But I don't want to. And I said, well, why? Why, why did you stop? And he said, because I need to work on me and I need to work on my family and I need to work on, um, my spirituality. Not like he's a train wreck in any of those areas, of course, but they are a bigger priority in his life. All of those things. Um, I think I'm getting this right. Uh, and, and it's always weird when you're talking about somebody else, cause you can be totally wrong. Right. So just work with me here and, and give me a little bit of space here to maybe get a couple of these things wrong. But the basic idea was he was saying, well, I didn't pay a ton of attention to my spirituality at, at a younger age. And that's important to me now. And, and in the church that we go to, he's like, I want to give more. I want to serve. I want to help impact other people's lives more than I did a decade ago and two decades ago. And my kids are, you know, getting married and they're, they're in their twenties and thirties. I don't know if he's got a kid in his thirties, but, but they're, they're adults. They're becoming adults. He's got, he's got, um, one teenager, but, um, so they're getting to that age and I want to spend time and I want to help them build houses and I want to help them do this sort of stuff. And, um, and so that I, and I need to work on me, the ways that I want to improve and all that. And so I don't have the, um, I can't put as much into the business. And by the way, and he was very candid about this. He's like, and why would I, I'm comfortable with the lifestyle I have now. I'm, I'm good with the amount of money I'm making. Sure. Everybody would love more money. And by the way, it doesn't matter how much you make, you always want more, right? Like it just, the, the, as you go through life, it's like, man, if someday I could make that much and then you make that much, you're like, oh, if someday I can make that much. And then you buy a home that's as big as you wanted it to be. And then you're like, well, now I actually want that bigger house. And then you get that bigger house five or 10 years later. And then you go, well, but I don't have the RV garage. And then you get the RV garage or whatever. And the, you know what I mean? It's always, you get a pool or whatever it is. And you're like, yeah, but I don't have the pool with the big slide like the neighbors. And so it's just this. It's this never ending pursuit. And when you, when you get associated with people who are pretty darn wealthy, 
and have by your definition, like a ton of crud and that they're so successful. And one of the things you find out about them, a lot of them, when you work in those circles or associate with them, or you uh, socialize in those circles, you're like, wow, there are a lot of unhappy people that have a lot of stuff and they're at the level of success worldly or um, by a possession standpoint or by an income standpoint, they got a lot of stuff like their, their goals, right? They're at the levels that, that that's goals for you. And they don't seem to like be that satisfied or fulfilled. Not everybody, but there's a decent amount. Right. So he was saying that like, yeah, I'm good. Like, and so he kept asking me like, why Russ, why would I scale it? What, what's in it? And, and so it was a really interesting conversation. I give him some answers and gave him some things to react to and, you know, the consultant and coach part of me came out just, you know, that's kind of how I'm wired to push and poke and prod, not because I think he's wrong or should be doing anything different, but just to make sure that he's thought through a lot. That's a lot of what my purpose is in coaching and coaching executives is, are you real? Have you really thought through and can you defend and explain and interpret for others your decisions? Um, or are they like, are you able to explain them? and interpret them and give the why behind them. Have you, have you worked that out and have you said it out loud to where it makes sense to others and it sounds logical and justified to others. So I was pushing them on that. And, uh, and it made me think about this concept of, and if you think about, you can think about your car stereo, maybe you're driving right now and you can look at your car stereo, or you can think about the air conditioner or heater in your car, the knobs on them, the dials that exist, turning the volume up, you know, to, to the right or turning the AC or heater up or the fan up or down those dials that, that that's one way of thinking about it. Or you could think about it like apps, which apps are open on your phone or you just spend the most time on. And if you, let's go with the dial uh, thing for a second. If you think about it, you've got multiple dials or knobs, if you will, right in your life. One is work professional. One is family and uh and whatever that looks like for you and another one is spirituality whatever that looks like for you whether it's religious or meditation or or something else another knob is wellness like physical wellness right another knob might be learning and growth or whatever those relationships and whatever whatever those things are you you've got you've got four five six seven eight of them right and one thing that I've discovered the hard way in life, this was in my, gosh, probably early 30s, was they can't all be at 100. You can't turn all those knobs up. It doesn't work. It's impossible. Do you disagree? If you disagree, I want you to send me a direct message on LinkedIn because I need to connect with you and hear your secret, right? Because I have not figured that out. And sometimes the great frustrations in life, the great challenges are and come when we're trying to dial them all up. If you've got a newborn in your house, if you've got young kids in your house, if you have a sick uh, companion, partner, spouse, mother, father, kid, whatever, then that family knob is cranked. So then the question becomes, well, what other knob or dial are you turning down? Because you have to. And so as I was listening to this friend, neighbor of mine, this person that I go to church with and have a lot of respect for and a lot of love and appreciation for, I was listening to that through that lens, through that realization that I've had. He turned the professional knob down. In fact, most days, I don't know if it's most days, but many days, he doesn't go into work at all. 
Like it's functioning on his own. He's got a leadership team and he's got multiple locations and he's got the management teams in place and everything's running. And he has a lot of trust and support in the people who are running his business. He's still involved, obviously, and he's got multiple businesses, so he's involved, but he's not going in every day. I've got another um, neighbor and friend who I, I had lunch with recently. Maybe I've shared this story in a podcast episode in the last few months, but I lunch with him and he told, he told me he goes in at 1030 in the morning goes or, or 10 o'clock in the morning. He shows up at the office which is a few miles away from where we live. He's nearby me here in the Phoenix suburbs. He goes in, he gets to work around 10 a.m. And he leaves at 2 or 2.30, I can't remember. So Monday through Friday, and I don't even know if he works Friday, but let's assume he does. He works 10 to 2. And I said to him, like this, a really smart, sharp person. And I said, man, why haven't you written a book? Why haven't you done this? And why haven't you done that? And he goes, because I don't want to. He, he said, yeah, I get I, I don't know if the word he used was coasting. But it was something like that. He's like, yeah, I'm coasting right now and I'm totally good with it. And he's he's coaching um, some sports and he's involved in his kids um, athletic programs and he's and he's got a routine that he likes. And so it's really important to him to have the mornings to do that. He doesn't sleep in till 930. Right. That's not the that's not the point of him going at 10. He's not sleeping until 930 and then cruising in late. And he's you know, he's he's a couch potato. No, he's up early, whatever early is. And he's got things that are occupying his morning that are a priority above growing the business right now. And then he gets out at 230 or two o'clock and and he's got a team in place that's that's maintaining the business. But could the business be growing even faster? And could he be um, advancing? Yeah, but he's die. He's turned that knob down. Now, how long will it be turned down? I, I don't know. And both these individuals I've told stories about, they might, and I, and I told this to the, to, the, to the friend of mine out on my driveway. I said, you know, you might, you might never turn that professional or work knob back up, but you might. Like, don't lock that out. Like, you, you need to leave yourself open to that. Maybe in a year or two or five or 10, you might dial that back up. And he goes, I don't think so. I don't think I ever will. And, uh, and I said, okay, well, there, but, but why shut that down? I mean, maybe, maybe you should, but I'd keep that open. And I think through, I'd be more, I'd give more reasons for, or I'd have a more solid explanation or more thought given to why you've dialed it down. So you can interpret that and explain it to others other than I need to work on me. Like, why is that? And then you might think about the, what would happen if you turned it back up? What, what would that lead to? And so the, 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 my, the reason I want to share this is I want you to be aware of it. And, and some of you who are listening right now might be, you might have too many dials or knobs turned up and it's crushing you. And I've been there and it is a really, really hard place to be because you're disappointing people everywhere. And I, it, I remember when this happened to me, when I first realized this at church where I, you know, I, I, I go to a church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, where it's, there's a lay clergy, right? So we don't have a paid pastor or preacher or whatever else. It's all of us. Like we're all taking turns doing different things. And in the church you go to, if you go to one, you might be a youth uh, you know, volunteering in the youth program or some Sunday school or whatever that looks like, or it could be a nonprofit you do that in. So I was doing that at church and the people at church were like, Russ, dude, you're letting us down. 
And then I'd go home and my wife would be like, well, hello, like I could use some more help here. We got babies and little kids. And then I go to work and they're like, uh, we're not at the level of success that we need to be at. Hello, we hired you to do this and you're not yet yet achieving it. And then I go to family and they'd be like, how come you haven't called in like three months? Where have you been? So every single, and then, and then from a wellness standpoint, like, hello, yeah, <laughs> a gym or exercise or any of that, you know, was, was non-existent. And so every single place in my life, people were disappointed. And I was like, oh my gosh, like it almost, it almost ruined me to be honest with you. And I, I came to this realization that, oh, I have to dial one back. And so at, at that point, if I, if memory serves me right, I dialed church back and I was like, I had a conversation with other people and I said, man, I want to give more, but I can't right now. Like there are too many demands. It's not that I don't want to, and I want to, I'll help wherever I can, but I can't do that right now. And I was raised in a way to where you weren't supposed to say that. And I realized that's, be, that's not possible for me. And so I'm going to give a ton I'm going to dial that or I'm going to turn that dial up or that knob up, but I can't do it right now. So just hang loose for a little bit. I'm still going to be around, but you're not going to get as much as me because I'm dialing that from 100%. I'm dialing that back down to 20 and this so that I can dial family up from 50 to 75 or 80 and then work needs 95%. It needs to be at 95 right now. Um, and if all this sounds outdated to you, just think about it like apps, what app? So is the family app open or have you shut that down? Do you have like a million apps open and it's just draining the memory? It's like on your laptop or your computer, right? I got all these apps open. I nothing's the processing, the processor's dying. Like it takes forever to do anything and I'm programs are crashing. Yeah. It's cause you got too many apps open on the laptop. You got to shut some of them down or whatever it might be. So use whatever analogy you want to. So the takeaway I want you to, to have is this. You can't do it all. What are you dialing up as 2022 begins at the time I'm recording this or whenever you're listening to it? What apps are you going to open purposefully, intentionally keep open or what knobs or dials you're turning up? They need to be at 80 or 90% right now. And which ones are you correspondingly going to dial down? Like when I got into the consulting space, just another minute or two, and then I'll wrap this up, you all. Um, when I got into the consulting business and started traveling a ton, family got dialed down. Church got dialed down, right? Because 165 flights a year, you can't do that. You can't fly from Washington, D.C. to Singapore and be on a stage in both places and then uh, be on your laptop in between. And do, you're like, you can't crisscross the globe like that and be growing your dashboard and trying to get to more company. You can't be doing that. And have those other things up. It just can't happen. And so uh, you have to make some conscious decisions. Now, that would not have been appropriate for me anyway. It might have been for you. That would not have been appropriate or possible for me to do to give that much to work when the kids were in cribs for me. Like, it couldn't happen. And so we were at a point to where, oh, the families, I got teenagers now. People can help out. And we got, we got more capacity and helpers around here. There's nobody that needs a diaper change right now. And so, so I can dial up the work, the work knob makes sense. And then, and, and you're always adjusting that, right? So just thinking about that visual for me is super helpful. I don't know if it is for you, but I just would have you think about that. What knobs or dials need to be cranked up? In the first quarter or half of 2022, which ones are you going to crank down? And who do you need to talk to about that? 
Because don't do it without letting people know. Like when I took the consulting job, I went to some of the the people that I served with in our church and I said, I, I want to take this job. I think it's right. It feels right to me, but I'm not going to do it if I'm going to let all of you down. And that, that felt appropriate for me to have that conversation. And the people that I uh, served alongside or worked alongside at church were like, no, we got it. But can you do this and that and that? Yeah, I can do that, but I might miss this, that, and the other. Okay, well, we're good. We'll cover for you. Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go pursue this. And I did. Okay. So that's what's on my mind. Uh, I hope, I hope that's helpful. Okay. One other quick thought um, that I'll leave with you is this, uh, this lead in 30 that we've got going just for fun. Uh, if, if you don't care, just end this and skip to go listen to Joe Rogan or Tim Ferriss or something else or a crime podcast now, but um, just a minute or two on lead in 30. You all, if you're, if you find any value or there's entertainment or, or even professional value, and you listen into kind of the journey that we're on, that I'm on right now, we just launched Lead in 30, um, which you can see more about at leadin30.com if you haven't checked it out. Um, we're not accepting new people into it right now. We're, we've got our beta group, and it's directors and vice presidents and different people of, um, gosh, probably 15 different companies, everything from um, gosh, every industry you can imagine. And it's and across the, glo- across the U.S. I don't think we have anybody international. I could be wrong on that in, in this one, but we just launched it this week. Like we've been, we've been accepting people. I've been talking about it on here. We've been accepting some people into the beta and then we finalized that and we launched it. We had our first live web class with the group yesterday. The, the portal is open with lots of different videos and a workbook that they're working through. And we've got them with accountability partners that that are helping them. And um, I am so jacked about it. We just barely launched it. We just barely started. Like we're actually doing it now. And, um, I'm excited to talk to you all about it. Not from a sales standpoint, although I'll make you aware of some different things along the way in case, in case you're interested in it. But I'm, I'm super jacked about talking with you about it from the standpoint of where could you be doing it? What, 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 what might be applicable or relevant from this to you? And, um, and for me, it's about what can I make repeatable? What can I do that uh, that captures some of the wisdom or expertise or skills that I've developed over my career. How can I capture that and bring that value to people in a way that doesn't require me to be there in person and 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 take as much energy? Not that I'm lazy about it, but because, does this make sense so that it's repeatable and it, it, it the impact is expanded? And so you might think about that too. And and as we uh, as we go through this journey, because we're with the beta group in January, it's lead in 30. So it's 30 days that they're with us. And then we're going to, we're going to push pause, spend the month of February, fine tuning and adjusting based on their feedback. What went well? Like, what did we hit out of the park? And what did we like hit a foul ball on? Like we yeah, that sucked. Don't do that again. So, um, and then we're going to adjust it and then we're going to the market and we're going to spend a decent amount of money um, marketing this aggressively. And we hope to have thousands of people in it, um, in, uh, in 2022. And it is the future of our business. It's the model. It might take us one to five years to make that the dominant source of revenue, but I, I am so jacked to be doing it and to be building it. So for those that have been kind of tracking the journey, um, I, uh, I wanted to give you a quick update. You can, if you want, if you're interested and just want to browse and look at it, leadin30.com kind of shows you, Shows you the concept. Okay. Hope you're all healthy. Hope you're doing well. And I'll talk to you in the next episode.